<laughs> Hi, you're listening to an open dialogue, and I'm Violet Howe. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Tatra Candle, and, and we're starting off yet another week laughing. Which, yeah, you know what? Obviously, like we laugh a lot when we talk. So, um, for us to like we we talk about what we're going to talk about before we press the start recording. Sometimes. Button. Yeah. Or so. sometimes we have three different topics and we end up on the one that we didn't even talk about. Exactly. And then we just hit start recording. Yeah. And so a lot of times um, there's shenanigans going on at there the moment are. that we start recording that's and we true. have to like suddenly stop all sound and get quiet. That's and that's not true. always easy. So. No. No. And we were going to yeah. talk today about dream houses, which will be something that we'll talk about. One day yeah, we'll when we can't figure out. But as we were talking about that, we, we lit on another subject. And as we were like very uh, passionate and animatedly discussing it, we decided we should a, just hit start record. AKA bitching about it. Is yes. Wait, yes. I don't want, I don't want to get careful. Yeah, that's we true. We just lost our explicit rating. So you don't yes. want to, you don't want to say words like bitching. And us I'm sorry. We were again. mildly complaining yes. about it. Yes. Yes, we were anyway. having a fruitful discussion, and a we want to bring discussion. you guys into the discussion. Yes. So, so like, who, who, re, listeners out there, who cooks at your house? Who's responsible for coming up with a, a meal plan or a meal idea, getting the the necessary ingredients, doing the prep, putting that into into play, and actually cooking the meal? Um, like, who does that at your house? And and if you're if you're single and you live home alone, like, do you actually go through that process, or do you just kind of rely on takeout or what do you do um, if you're in a roommate situation how do you decide who's doing dinner or do you just kind of do your own thing and if you're in a, um, a family situation or a marriage situation um, we'd love to know and we were just discussing our own um, experiences with that yes. so you were saying that Clint does offer to he does well, when when we as I've said before I think um, when we first got married he was certainly the better cook than me and, um, you know, taught me a lot about cooking. Um, however, um, you know, in the ensuing years with children and life going on and 30 some years of marriage, uh, I definitely have cooked more meals than he has. If we, if we stopped and tallied, I think it would be by an overwhelming amount. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom and, uh, you know, and I love to cook. That is the reality. That there's the difference because I know you do not enjoy the I process. I do not. At I all. do. I love it. Eating I mean, is the only part of the process <laughs> that I enjoy. I for me, uh, one of my happy times is if I have all the time in the world to cook. Like there's not a a we have to go out. We have to have people are coming over or something. You know, not to eat with us, but but that we have a free evening and nobody is, um, you know on my back to, to cook faster or something like that, which that almost never happens. Um, I have music on, the windows are open, I have a nice glass of wine, and I can just do my thing and, and all the ingredients I need. Uh, the things that I you know, do not enjoy is if I do not have all the ingredients I need or if I have time crunch or whatever. But yeah, I love to cook, so I don't mind that process. There's another part of the process that I don't like, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But you do not enjoy cooking. There's nothing about it that you it like. It stresses me out incredibly. Um, my 
my mother cooked, like my mother um, liked to cook, but she was not a huge fan of someone else being in her kitchen. So I didn't spend a lot of time learning how to cook and it wasn't something that I enjoyed. So it wasn't something I was begging to do. And then my stepmother, like me, does not like to cook. She did because she had to, but she doesn't like to. So it wasn't something um, that I grew up doing. I find it very stressful. I, I'm a person who has to follow, I'm very OCD about following the recipe. If it says an eighth of a teaspoon, it's got to be a level eighth of a teaspoon. If it says, you know, a, a cup, it's got to be exactly a cup. And if it's a solid, I have to use the measuring cup. If it's a liquid, I have to use the glass measuring cup. Very OCD about it. And um, I, I used to completely stress out if it said something like a, a, a pinch or a dash or a drop. And then my parents were kind enough to give me these tiny little measuring spoons that say pinch, dash, drop, dab, splash. <laughs> and so that helps um, tremendously. But yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Like I don't, I'm very slow. I'm a slow cooker. Rachel Ray, 30 minute recipes take me an hour easily. Rachel Ray, 15 minute recipes. I, I'm good for 30. I think she must have a team of little spider monkeys in her kitchen that run around and prep everything for her to get that done. Well, she in 15 does. Minutes or Let's 30 be honest. Minutes. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's not something, it's just not something I enjoy. And I, and I try, I try to like, there's a Spotify channel that's, that's Greek music. And I put that on so that I can kind of pretend that it's a soundtrack and I'm in a movie <laughs> and I'm preparing a meal. Um, you know, I try to kind of have everything out ahead of time, but it, the whole thing stresses me out and it stresses me out every time, even if it's a recipe I've made. A ton of times. It still stresses me out to me. And, and I, I the only thing I don't enjoy is um, when I have a lot of constrictions. We have a very, very, very tight budget. And that means that, um, you know, that's that I, I can't just say, oh, I think we're going to have this this week. I think we're going to have that this week. And, and that's pretty much been my entire married life has been, with a few exceptions, a few, you know, of exceptions here and there of saying, um, okay. Um, you know, what is on sale? I, I can remember when the kids were little, it would be getting the papers and saying, okay, what's on sale this week? And that dictates our, our uh, meal plan. And I mean, when I was just, and I say just with, with the quotation marks around it, because I don't think anybody's just a stay-at-home mom. I was a stay-at-home homeschooling mom. And um, that was part of my process was preparing, you know, planning the meals every week because I had to. It was just, you know, in order to survive, you kind of had to do it. And and I would do my weekly grocery shopping and, um, you know, buy everything that I needed for that week. And that was, uh, for me, I, security and happiness was knowing that I'd gotten everything on my list and I was not going to have to go back to that grocery store because if there's one thing that I hate, it's realizing that I have not gotten one thing that I definitely needed. Um, and so, you know, that was, that was kind of our process then. Um, but that's the other thing is that I have three daughters and they all love to cook and a son who also loves to cook. And I'm not being sexist here, but my daughters were the ones who were, who tended because they're the older three tended to be in the kitchen cooking with me. And, um, so that's always been, it's always been a family thing. You know, that's the, the kitchen is definitely the center of our house. And so everybody would be in there. And um, I'm thinking about last night, uh, we had a family dinner to celebrate my husband's birthday, which is actually today. And, Happy uh, birthday, Clan. Yay. And, um, and so my one daughter, after she and I had spent the whole day 
digging and and what have you. And if you want to know more about that, go to my Facebook page. Um, but she made pasta. She made homemade pasta. She made fettuccine. And I had made the red gravy for it. And another daughter brought something else. And, you know, everybody was in the kitchen and everybody's moving in every different direction. But we're used to working together. So there's kind of a... a a symmetrical beauty about it and there's just we're so familiar with each other we well, know a rhythm how to go around that you it fall is. into because you've been doing this exactly well, when 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 my knight and i first met um actually the the first meal we had together was one that he cooked for me and it was delicious mm -hmm. and i told him then i do not like to cook i hate cooking i'm not a cook that's not something I want to do. And, you know, when you when you meet and you're in those throes of initial attraction, um, oh, I love to cook, he says to me. Oh, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind do all the cooking. I, you know, I, I have no problem cooking. And so I went into this believing that that would be, that, that would remain true. And, and he does, and he does cook and he, and he's a great cook. Um, and I and I must say, let me preface this and put little qualifiers around this by saying, I am very, very fortunate. My husband vacuums, my husband does laundry, my husband folds clothes, my husband mops, my husband does dishes, like he, you know, he takes care of the trash, he takes care of the lawn, like I'm very, very fortunate. And I and I know that and I accept that and I appreciate that. But I thought he would cook. You know? <laughs> and so when... False advertising. Yes. And when I, uh, when I made the decision to leave my job outside of the home to focus on writing full time, we kind of, we kind of fell into this concept that I don't think I fully realized or agreed to or signed on for that I'm home. So therefore, I'm cooking. And so no matter how many hours I work through the day or no matter how stressful my work day is, there's kind of this thing of he leaves the house and he goes somewhere else to work and he comes in from the house and needs to have a meal prepared. And it's unspoken. It's not like he says to me, well, I work outside of the home. So when I get home, I expect you to have dinner on the table. Because if he said that to me, we would probably have a very passionate conversation about that. <laughs> I think it's just something that we kind of slipped into of like, okay, yeah. well, I'm already here. So I'll make dinner or I'm already here. So I'll go to the grocery store or I'm already here, you know. And so what that what has ended up happening is that that takes a huge chunk of my time. Um, I know for you incredibly talented people out there who can just go, oh, I'll throw together this tonight or oh, I'll throw together that. It may not be a huge suck of time for you. But for me, it's very stressful for me to figure out what I'm going to make. I have to have a recipe. I don't make anything without a recipe. So I have to find a recipe that I want to make. And I try to find something that has, you know, as many ingredients as possible that are already in the pantry in the fridge and then making the list and then going to the store and then getting everything prepped. And the, that's hours. It's yeah. hours. And I, and I don't, and it's hours of doing something I don't enjoy. And it's hours of stepping away from something I really enjoy in order to do that. Like in an ideal world, and I know this is horrible, but in an ideal world, I, I would just eat out or have food delivered in every night because I, because it's just, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And there's nothing I'm going to cook that's going to taste as good as something we could get in a restaurant. So and see, I think, yeah, I think it, 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 it can, it can change. Um, as I, we, we kind of alluded to briefly, um, when I'm, we have similar processes writing you and I, and, and I get in the same thing where I'm in the, 
you know, I could know that I have a book that's due six months in advance and I'll piddle around on it. And then all of a sudden in the last three weeks, <laughs> yes. I'll write 50,000 words uh, or I'll, in the last three days, something like that. Anyway, so, um, and I'll say, listen, this is where I am. And, and my family knows this is my process and they're okay with it because they know that also when I'm not in that process, I will, the, the writing will um, take a back seat if something else comes up. You know, if a kid says, hey, right. let's go to the beach, I'll say, yeah, but they know that when I'm in that last bit, that the writing takes first place. And that's okay. That's right. something that seems to work for us. Um, but I will say to my husband, I am not in a place where I'm going to be planning or making meals for the next three days. So we need to figure something out. Now, I have an incredibly understanding husband. He loves food. He is, of the two of us, he is the one who, first of all, will eat anything. And secondly, um, just like food is very important to him. He does want to have dinner. You know, for me, when if it was just me and I was here writing, I would probably be eating chips and onion dip and drinking my <laughs> right. my fizzy water and, right. and or beer or whatever and I'd be a happy girl I would be okay I would not need a full meal I don't Stouffer's need Stouffer's frozen french bread pizza is my jam like I could just <laughs> eat that at any time and be perfectly happy there you it know no yeah. nutritional value right? at all but, but it's okay it's easy and it, it's and, yeah it fuels the writing but he is okay. very good about me saying especially um now that our kids are are grown and are you know, more often than not out of the house for dinner. Um, you know, two of them are completely out of the house and the other two work quite a bit or, or are in school um, or both. Um, you know, he'll say, who's going to be home for dinner? And I'll say, it's just you and me. And he'll say, hey, let's just do leftovers or let's just do, uh, we, one thing that we both love is an antipasto tray, uh, uh, you know, cheese, crackers, um, cold cuts, good, you know, all these different things. So we'll sit down and do that. And that for us is like, hey, that is a cool thing. If, if we can have one of the shows that we're binging on and just be eating that, we're both very happy with it. So I'm, I, I really am, he's not demanding, he's not saying, well, I want to meet in two, you know, every, every day. Um, but at the same time, I, I do feel a little bit of responsibility to try to, you know, keep us not See, this, is where I, this is where I feel like Kate McKinnon in that little skit with the aliens with Ryan Gosling. Oh, yes. My favorite. Yes, yes. Ever, yes. Say, yeah, my experience is a little bit different. <laughs> um, my husband. I love that one. <laughs> I love him and adore him. And I know that he does not listen to this podcast because he's told me before that he listens to me talk enough and he doesn't need to listen to recordings <gasps> of me talking. But I might have to send a link to this one. He's very very demanding when it comes to food. Um, he is very particular about food. I can't tell you how many restaurants we've been to one time. And then he's like, yeah, nah, we're not going back. And then mm. we'll find a restaurant we really, really like. And if after we've gone there three or four times, eh, it's run its course. I don't want to come back here again. Like he's just very particular about food. And so part of my reason for not liking cooking and, and I, and I didn't like cooking before I met him. So it's definitely not the reason. But he's also very particular. I have I have pages of recipes in the cookbook that are marked either no, you know, because that's a don't do it again, or I have little notes on it of like John didn't like the lemon or John didn't like this, and I and you know, and, and the thing is like for me, then that makes it more stressful of like, yeah. if I'm going to make it and you're not going to like it, or you're going to pick it apart, I don't want to make it. Or if I'm going to make it and I can make it one time and you love it 
and I put check marks on the recipe page and then the next time I make it you're like eh then you know then it makes it more stressful for me so to me it's like well why don't you just make it yourself you right. know if you're going to be this particular about what I'm making and you're going to be this particular about how it turns out then why don't you just do all the cooking and he's not willing to do that yeah so. yeah and and where we we differ a lot um with with Clint and me is that again I will be okay just eating something. I mean, half the time I'll make a, a dinner that I know that my family will eat and I just might not be hungry. So I might have, I might eat the green beans and nothing else. Uh, the other night we had hamburgers and uh, one of my mother-in-law's favorite recipes was something we call potatoes and onions. And, um, and it was her, would have been her 80th birthday. So we made potatoes and onions in honor of mom. And um, everybody loved them. I didn't even have one. I ate I think I ate the spinach salad and that was it. And that was all that I, so that's okay. But Clint loves fish and seafood and all that good stuff. And so if he knows that if he wants that, he's cooking it. Um, right. There's there's a few things that I have, that I will make that I don't like. Like um, I'll make him eggs every morning and I do not touch eggs unless they have been mixed carefully with uh, flour and sugar. Flour, and, sugar, and yes. butter to make a cake. <laughs> doesn't even have to be butter. I have to tell you, the cake I made last night for his birthday, no, because my oldest daughter right now has dietary restrictions because of nursing the baby. She can't have dairy or soy. So I made a birthday cake with no dairy, no soy, and it was fabulous, okay? Um, well, so, have, you know. I have to say, like, I think, I do think part of this, if we're going to delve into this pop topic, and evidently we have. Evidently. Part of this, for me, is not just the fact that I don't like doing it. Part of it is that I really resent that it's kind of assumed to be my role. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I really, and I've, and I've said this before. I've said this before to my kids, and I've said this before to my husband. I, I resent the fact that in our society... It is my default job to figure out what's for dinner and prepare dinner and cook it because I'm the mom in the household or because I'm the wife in the household. And I resent that. Like, I think that, you know, all of us living in the household need to eat. All of us living in the household have, you know, things going on in our lives or we're busy or we're doing whatever. And I, and I really, I have a hard time with the fact that it's my default role because I'm the woman or because I'm the mom or because I'm the wife that like, well, you're supposed to come up with dinner. Like, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the default is that I'm supposed to come up with it, but every now and then someone else does me a favor by doing it. You know, even this past week, like I have been, what you talked about, I've been in that, in that crunch. Um, you know, I've written 40 something thousand words in the last seven days when I thought the book was done. But the, the thing is like, I told my husband, like, okay, you're going to need to make dinner. I, I, can, I can't tear away from this, and you're going to have to make dinner. And he's done that. But every day it's like, it's like, you know, do I have to make dinner again? Right. Well, yeah, we're going to eat. Like, you know what I mean? And so I think part of it for me, and, and I would love to hear people's opinions on this, and, and maybe it's just me, and maybe it's, you know, my perception or whatever. But part of it for me is the fact that, like, you're not doing me a favor because you made dinner tonight instead of me you're not it's not like I, I you picked up the slack like you know what I mean yeah. like like I don't understand why that's not an, an equal concept that and, and my husband's not you know he, he doesn't he doesn't go in a lot for that whole like the traditional roles kind of thing and he doesn't you know kind of put me in a box that's a traditional right. box but 
I, I think this is one area where it's just kind of accepted or, or, or kind of like understood that that's my job, that it's my job to cook dinner. And I, and I don't like that. I don't like that being put on me as a responsibility. Right. And I can understand that. I, um, I don't think I ever, that of all the things that I do uh, take umbrage about, that is not uh, usually one of them because I do probably because enjoy, you enjoy it, it so much. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. I think that that is probably a big, a big part of it. Um, and again, I think because it is kind of enjoyable to me um, for a lot of different reasons. We we have, you know, conversations. We, I, I do, I do a lot of my favorite things when I'm cooking. And with, since I've become, it's actually in a lot of ways become more enjoyable to me since I've been an author because it's different from what I'm doing during the, you know, it's, it's not just one more extension. It's like a mental of, break. Or right. Like it's a, it's exactly. Like a, a, a deviation of something. You're exactly. Doing and I do, yeah. you know, I do my live Facebooks with, I haven't, haven't done one in a bit because for a lot of different reasons, but um, I need to get back on that. Um, but where I share what I'm cooking and I love talking to people while I'm cooking. Um, so I, I don't like, what I don't like about it is always the planning. And I will say that years ago, I used to do a um, cooking for a month deal where I would plan out an entire month of food and, and, uh, and my daughters and I would cook and freeze and whatever. And, and we had some things that we were like, oh, this really worked. We love this. And then we had a few other things that were like, never again, you know. Um, and that was an exhausting day, but it gave me such tremendous peace of mind to know that I really had, you know, like I would get to the end of each day and be like, I don't have to figure out what I'm eating. It's already done. All I have to do is pull it out of the freezer, stick it in the crock pot or, you know, heat it up or whatever I'm going to do. Um, and that is, that is a big help for me. And I have, I have enjoyed now, see, that. I, that I can relate to because when I was, when I was teaching and both of the boys were like, you know, in middle school and we were crazy with, you know, soccer and, and schedules and everything else. Um, I had a group of friends that we would go like one Saturday a month, you know, or every four to six weeks, we would go to a place over by Tampa called dinner done. Mm. And they, you know, they publish their menus ahead of time and you go online and you choose which items on the menus you like. And I, I want to say it was like, I don't remember the, I don't remember the price and I don't want to say the wrong price, but anyway, you would, you would pay ahead of time. And when you get there, it was like a big, huge prep kitchen mm. that had a number of stations. Like I think, you know, maybe there were like 12 stations and, and each menu that they had on the list for that month was set up at one of those stations. And when you walked in, they had your list of what you had chosen and then you could go like from station to station. And so like, if I went to the station, if I was going to make, um, you know, chicken salt and boca, then when I went to the station, if you needed garlic, the garlic was already yeah. minced and prepped in there. And if you needed a fourth of a teaspoon of garlic, there was a fourth <laughs> teaspoon in it. If you needed, um, you know, spinach, the spinach was already there and it was washed and, and trimmed. And if you needed, you know, oregano, it was already there and whatever measuring spoon or cup was needed was already in it. If you needed chicken, the chicken was already trimmed uh. and it was in the, in the freezer, you know, below the work table and, or not the freezer, sorry, the fridge below the work table. And it was already set in packets for exactly how many you needed for your serving sizes. And you could put in like, my family doesn't like black olives. So I left those out. But if you like, we really like onions. So I put in more, like you could kind of adjust the recipe mm -hmm. for your family somewhat. 
I, I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. We made a day of it. My friends and I would go. You spend the whole morning there. It was usually about three or four hours. And then we would, we all took coolers and, you know, piled all of our, our meals in at the end because they give you these little dishes that you put them in and they have labels with the directions on the top of the lid for what you're supposed to do with it. Um, and if there were sauces or some type of, you know, accompaniment, then you had that. And we would fill up the coolers and then we would have lunch somewhere and go back. So it was it was fun. Yes. You know, they had wine, they had chocolate. <laughs> um, you, you know, you go in and, and you and you spend that time. And for me, I don't have to figure out what I'm making right. because it's already there. I have a list and the little recipes already hung up and I don't have to do all the prep work because someone's else already done that prep work for mm -hmm. me. And I don't even have to search for the measuring spoons because it's already there. And then as soon as it was, as soon as I was done preparing it, I would move on and some little wonderful person would come along behind me and clean it all up. And so it was like the perfect <laughs> cooking experience for me. And then when I got home, I had a freezer full of things. And because our family dynamic was very fluid, like some nights we would have just me and John. Some nights we would have me, John, and Logan. Some nights we would have me, John, and Val. Some nights we would have me, John, Val, and Logan. Some nights we'd have me, Val, and Logan. Like, so I would do a combination. Some of the meals might be for four. Some of the meals might be for two. Some of the larger casseroles might feed six and um, we'd have leftovers. But when I came home from work, there was something in the freezer yes. and I could easily say, okay, this is what we're having. Yeah. And it would even have like uh, suggestions for sides, mm -hmm. you know, I loved that. And um, unfortunately, just kind of as life, you know, ebbed and went on, it, it kind of became something that didn't work in our schedule anymore. And I haven't done it in years. But that was probably the only time I actually enjoyed the cooking process. Well, you know, and, it was a party. And what, yeah. And, and, and there is a social aspect to cooking. And I think uh, I enjoy both the social aspect and the solitary aspect. Um, when my oldest daughter got married and moved out, she we did say, you know, several times we would do like a, a multifamily cooking for the month and she would she would look up the recipes and research them and tell me what ingredients I needed to get and what ingredients she was bringing and we would, um, and she would have our process like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to brown all this beef. We're going to, you know, um, roast this chicken. We're going to make this stock, whatever. And we would do it all together and she, we, you know, everybody had a job. And then at the end of the day, we all had meals to take home. And at that point in time, it was a different different dynamic than things are now. We would all go out to dinner because who wants to cook after you've cooked for, you know, <laughs> an entire month? And it would be, right, it would be right. fun. It was something that we all did together. And it was a great family time. We all enjoyed it. Um, so that was great. But I am also just as happy if... If Clint is going to be late and I know he's going to be home at a certain time and I need, I want to have my dinner ready and I have, I love, as I said, to just have, be in the house by myself, have music playing, have a glass of wine. My favorite smell in the world is garlic in olive oil as I'm getting ready to make something Italian or something, some kind of pasta or something like that. Right. Um, so. Right. You know, and and this was this is actually very timely. We we are we are timelier than what I am thinking because this week, uh, Kate was home. My my third daughter was home for spring break. She just went back today and is winging her way northward even as we speak. Um, and one of the things we've started doing since she went away to college is whenever she's on break, we watch movies together when she's home. And and we like I've been introducing her to old movies. And when I say old movies, I don't mean black right. and white. I mean things that she might have missed because she was not born in the 80s and not until midway through right. the 90s. Right. So we watched Mystic Pizza 
this week, which oh, I, I had not Mr. seen Kinta. in years, and we loved it. Yes. Um, and then we watched, oh, I know, and, and Matt Damon, his first movie yes. role. Um, yeah. And then we watched something that neither of us had seen called Tortilla Soup. And oh my goodness, if you are a foodie, this movie, you will be dying for good food. It's Hector Elizondo and uh, uh, Raquel Welsh is in it too. And then a lot of other actors and actresses who I didn't know all of them so well. But it was, it was a great story, a great family story. But the, uh, Hector Elizondo is a Mexican-American chef. And the food he makes, oh, it, will, it will have you dying to go either make Mexican food or, or go eat Mexican food somewhere. I don't, I don't particularly love cooking Mexican, but I love eating it. So I was like, ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was, well, and that was the cool I thing I, was I mean, that I this was a social. Watching, yeah. 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 I love watching movies about food. And that's kind of where I said, like, you know, I, I get on my, my Pandora Zorba the Greek radio <laughs> station and feel like I'm in a movie. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, the, the boys will tell you, the boys and my husband will tell you, like, when I am calmest cooking is when I have that music going. Because I do kind of, like, picture myself, like, okay, I'm in a movie. So I love movies that have to do with yes. cooking and films. Um, two of my favorite, I loved, um, and it's not necessarily cooking, but um, Chocolat. Oh, did you ever see Chocolat? Yes. Love that yes. movie. And I love, like, the process of her making the yes. chocolate and everything she does. Um, another one of my favorite films that has to do with cooking, The Hundred Foot Journey you know, with Helen Katie Mirren. and I have that on our list and um oh, yeah, i have haven't see seen it. it yet we were going to watch it you the other night and i don't it. know why we didn't I love but yes yes oh, love that movie so i love movies about cooking and i and i appreciate you know it's it is something that i wish that i could do better it's something that I, it's a skill i admire in other people obviously if you've seen the size of my rear end my rear end i love food um but it, it's just not it's not something that comes I think that's it. It's not something that comes naturally to me. And I tend to like to do things that I do well. <laughs> I don't like to do something that I feel like I don't do well. And Well, um, maybe we'll have to do so. a, a cooking live together. And Okay. Uh, you know, we could do that. We'll, and we'll, because we could definitely I do that. I am not at all OCD about my cooking. I have never met a recipe that I don't think I can make a little bit better. And even though Ina Garden says that Ina Garden says that you should make the recipe the first time exactly as it's written and then play with it. Well, I, I, I believe that no. I've, I've graduated from that. And I can tell you as I read a recipe, nope, I can change this out. I can change that out. And so, and it's always better than See, and that's what, like, be. I have, um, I, I have a bonus stepmom, Beverly, who you've mm -hmm. met and you've tasted oh, her yes. cooking. Oh, yes. And Beverly is very much yes. like that. And she just, you know, she just throws it in depending on, well, it needs this and I think it needs this and I think it needs yeah. that. And it completely, it completely stresses me out. <laughs> I can't even assist her in the kitchen. Like when I, when she's cooking, I peel potatoes or I carry the plates out and put them on the table. <laughs> like I do things that have nothing because it just stresses me out. And she was at my house. Um, we were doing a little graduation gathering for my son and I was making a recipe that he had requested that I make. And it's a recipe I've made a million times, but like I told you, I have to follow the recipe. And she had come in the kitchen to help me and was going to make this part of it. And I gave her the recipe and she starts changing things around. And oh my gosh, it really, I was already... I was already stressed because of the event and that the event was important and the people who were going to be at the party and everything else. And when she started changing, so I had to say to her, I am so sorry. I know this is something you feel comfortable doing, but if you're going to help me, I really need you to make it 
like the recipe says. And she was, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, no, it won't be fine. I, <laughs> I need to know that this is going to taste like what he's asked me for. And I need you to do it like the recipe. So, um, and my poor niece was here Thanksgiving and there was, there was a, a recipe and it called for like, um, we were making two different things and, and, and I think there was a can, it needed one can and she dumped both cans in and she's like, Oh, I'll just take some out. And like, it's fun. That's why I say, I think I'm OCD about it because I literally like start almost getting like a nervous tick of like, no, no, that's no, we have, no, we have to half it. We, you can't just take <laughs> some out. You put two cans in, we have to like evenly take them back out. So, um, so I don't know. This is, this is something like I really would love to hear from other people. I hope, I hope I'm not all alone in my feelings on this. And I really would love to hear from other people. I would love to hear who cooks in your household. I would love to hear from people who love to cook like you and people who maybe don't love to cook like me. And I also would love to hear, you know, my whole issue with it being a society thing where, where we just kind of force this onto um, one gender more so than the other. And I do think that's true. I do think that that is, that is absolutely true. However, the great news is, I was going to say, however, however, I don't know that it's, it's, it's not trending toward not just gender, but I'm thinking about the fact that, um, Katie is living in a, a, uh, five women situation up in Maine in college. And she is the cook, even though it's, it's five women, but because she is the one who, like that's, it's important to her. Eating is very important to her. And so she is by default the cook. So I'm, I. But I think it's okay if you choose that. Yeah, role. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the event planner in my house. If we're going to do something, I'm the one getting everybody scheduled together and I'm the one checking times and do, and that's fine. I like doing that. I don't have any problem with doing that. So maybe I only have a problem with being put in that role because I don't like I the role. I that could be what I it know. is. I don't know. I there, know. there is a gender, but, but I agree. Go ahead. The great news is we have a new way for you guys to interact with us. And um, I mean, it's not new like we invented it. (laughs) We did. We totally. We're buying into. (laughs) Brace Um, yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Revolution. That was our trumpet (laughs) flourish. Well, we've had several people tell us that they enjoy this podcast because they feel like they're just you know, they're in the car with their friends, listening to their friends talk, or that while they're doing their housework or whatever, that they're just listening to their friends talk. And that's great, but we want you guys to be part of the conversation. And so we try to find new ways to do that. And so as always, you can email us at an open dialogue one at gmail.com. You can reach out to both of us on our social media, um, tadracandle.com or violethow.com. But we also have the new and open dialogue Facebook page. Yes, we do. So if you are on Facebook, please go to our page and open dialogue and and follow us. And we will post there whenever we have an episode. And then the great thing is we can all discuss in the comments for that particular episode. And you can let us know what you think and we can have an interactive open discussion about it. Mm-hmm. And we'll also post when we find things that maybe um, relate to what we talked about or we find an article or a picture or a meme or something that really goes in line with something we talked about, then we can post it in there and kind of keep the conversation going. So we're Absolutely. very excited about that. We're very excited about um, having a new way to interact with you and having a new way to um, 
to actually share our journeys together. Definitely. And I want to give a shout out. Uh, Renee Folsom, who is an author and also a talented graphic artist, uh, did yes. our graphics for this page. And she actually gave us a bunch. So you may see them change and shift. And we might say, oh, we feel like more color or less color or this color. So you know, keep your eyes open, but definitely check out Renee. And um, if you know her, tell her that she did a great job. So we appreciate that. I also want to give out a shout out to Kimberly from, from The Plum Report, which is a blog that I absolutely love and I adore Kimberly. She is one of my ultraviolets. And Kimberly was our very first follower yes. on the Open Dialogue page. We hadn't talked a lot about the page yet because we were trying to figure out what we were doing with it and we were kind of holding on to it until we figured out. And she is such a great supporter that she actually kind of like found it and followed it without us even asking her to. Yes. And she rocks. And I just want to give a shout out to her Absolutely. and tell her, thank you. We love your support, Kimberly. And we're so happy that you're yeah, listening. We had, I had a lot of uh, temptresses who said, we know there's a page, but we can't find it. So that somebody <laughs> actually yesterday said to me, could you please give me the link to the page? I'm like, yeah, sorry. It's, it's coming. We've just been, we've been tinkering. We've been tweaking. Well, and we've also been... <laughs> <laughs> trying to get books out and daughters home oh, and all, all sorts of, of fun things. stuff so, so yeah so come see us on our page we will jump over yes, there and say hello and open dialogue yes. on facebook and thank you all for joining us so and if you have any suggestions for what i should cook for dinner tonight <laughs> please let reservations me <laughs> that's what <I> mean, <laughs> definitely all right we'll talk okay, to you later thank Thanks you bye-bye bye, -bye.